everyone and welcome to Impact Chronicles. Today we chat to Magdalene Lafontant. Um, she's the founder of the renowned cosmetics company Nakai and owner of the Tranquil Room, an amazing aesthetics shop located in Toronto. Let's hear from her. Can we talk about Maggie for a bit? What drives her? What triggers her to do the work that she does? Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, yeah, who is Maggie? Some people call me Maggie, some people call me Magda, and some people choose to call me with my full name or by my full name, which is Magdalene. So, um, Joss, what drives me? Wow. Um, I have been doing what I've been doing for going 21 years now, and which is really pretty much my whole life, if you want to think of it, right? I, I started engaging in aesthetics uh, since I was 19. Um, 18 actually going 19 and I never look back. I am honestly driven by making people feel good about themselves. Um, at the end of the day, yes, you know, people always talk about money drives you. And yes, of course, money does motivate me. However, at the end of the day, when my client says, thank you, Maggie, thank you, Magda, for making me feel better today. I'm a better person. I feel renewed. I feel revived. That's what I strive for, really. And honestly, that's what pushes me every day to make a person feel better in regards to their wellness. Oh, wow. That's really incredible. Um, so how's been the journey so far? The journey has been um, interesting, if I can use a better term. I started my, so I, I actually own my own studio in aesthetics uh, downtown here in Toronto. I started that about seven years ago. Um, again, I had uh, one of my, she's actually my mentor and I always call her my, my guardian angel. She saw something in me um, at least 10 years ago and she'd always pushed me on, on going on my own because I had been director, I had been manager for world-renowned popular spas here in Toronto. But I never thought of going on my own, Joss, because, you know, it's, it's easier said than done to own your own thing, to be at the front line, uh, yeah. to be liable for everything, right? I'm sure you can agree with that. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. So, so, so when she, she obviously saw something in me and she said, you know, you should go on your own. You should open up your own business. I'm sure you would do equally as great, if not better. And I thought about it and I thought, mm, okay, that's a challenge. And uh, when I went for my mat leave um, with my second daughter, after that, I thought to myself, okay, now things have changed. I now have two kids. I have to juggle the hours from work. My first initial thing, honestly, that drove me to be on my own was that I could set my own hours. Yes. Right? I was like, okay, I can set my own hours. I can work whenever I want. I'm sure it can't be that bad. <laughs> you know, this yeah. is what I was telling myself and then um this mentor of mine she actually helped me get a place to my own studio to be on my own so i got myself set up um uh my hubby helped me to create the whole space we renovated the space painted it did the ceilings, did everything. And the Tranquil Room came to life. That's the name of my, of my studio where I do my aesthetics work. And this is now almost eight years ago. And it's been a journey since then. I have 
met people from all over the world. I used to think that just because it's a small space, Joss, I thought that I would never have, you know, these big names coming to my studio because you're always assuming in the environment that I had worked in for years where all these big people, celebrities coming into a 5,000 square foot spa, 10,000 square foot spa. So when I had my small little box, I never thought that I'll be able to treat big names. Why I thought that, I don't know, because I know I'm great at what I do, but I guess everybody has doubt, right? And you have fear in what you do. And let me tell you, um, networking with different people has just really uh, helped my business grow. So I have had, and I'll say this out loud because she's actually become uh, a a friend, I will say. I talk to her quite often. Uh, Her name is Anjanu Ellis. She's actually a big African-American actress uh, that I've had the pleasure of working with as in treating her and giving her facials and everything else. And I have done some some other big names as well, people, of course, that have never want to be mentioned. Uh, And so I thought to myself, okay, people are coming to me because of how great I am at what I do and how much I have passion for it. So that's been the first journey of, um, of, you know, of me being in this work. (laughs) So let's talk about uh, Nakai Cosmetics. Uh, yeah. Of course, the, the aesthetic side of things drove you to that. But why the name Nakai? Yes. Yeah, so, so this is part two point of my journey yeah. uh, after the after the Trunku room. Um, so Nakai, wow! I um, first I I had had dreams about this. I had wanted to create again my own uh, my own brand. Um, my own cosmetics, my own skincare line. It's something that I had thought of years back. And then it just occurred to me, uh, I had been writing, I have my journal, which I've had for years. Anything and everything that I think about, that I daydream about, just I put it in in my diary. It goes in the journal because I feel my journal, my journal actually has a name. It's a person. Her name is Betty. (laughs) I find that... Betty doesn't judge me. Betty doesn't question me. Uh, Betty just allows me to be me no matter what. So I had been writing everything that I wanted to create from my logo to the visions that I'd had, whether it's during the day or at night when I'm sleeping and I'll wake up in the middle of the night and write this down. So then one day, I swear it felt like a a surge inside of me. My mom was sitting there knitting away and uh, I came to her and I started bawling my eyes out, Joss. I started crying and she was like, what's the matter? Is everything okay? Are your sisters okay? What's wrong? And I said, mom, I, I, I need to do this. And she's like, what do you mean you need to do this? I said, I need to create Nakai. And she's like, who is Nakai? What are you talking about? So fast forward, Nakai is my second daughter's middle name. I figured the name Nakai, which you know is Shauna, uh, Nakai means be beautiful. And so every single time being in this industry and just wherever I've worked, I've always been the black person in the room. I've always, um, of course, eventually became a leader, 
in all these places that I've worked and I've always been the woman of color, right? Mm -hmm. And specifically black. And so when it came to defining beauty for myself, I was always so torn in between because I always had to treat people of certain color and not so much of my own people as in black people. So at times I had to be a certain way, look a certain way, feel a certain way in order for me to blend in with where I was, right? So I thought to myself, okay, Nakai, what does Nakai mean to me? Nakai means be beautiful, but it means be beautiful in your own way. And this is something I'm reminded by my girls every single day. They're themselves, they're so fearless about it, very unapologetic about it, but it comes with innocence of being young, right? Which is something that we forget about as we as we become adults, right? Because we worry about the society, what everybody's thinking. So honestly, why Nakai? Nakai has allowed me to define myself, who I am. It has allowed me to find a deeper meaning and sense of what beauty is about, right? Mm -hmm. And beauty really is what you get to define it. So it allowed me to create first, I'm sure you're aware of, the lipstick collection. Yes. So when I decided, Joss, to do the lipstick collection, I thought to myself, what is a better way of people understanding who I am as an individual and for me to be able to tell and share my story? So I have um, 21 lipsticks. (laughs) And um, in those 21 lipsticks, believe it or not, each and every name of my lipsticks means something that has either happened to me, experienced part of my childhood, part of my adulthood. And so pretty much everybody that came across it could resonate with this. Um, I have Chi Town, which is short for Chitungwiza. And this is where I grew up. And Chi Town is like an earthy, orangey color, which always reminds me of the smell of the sand in Chitungwiza playing in the dirt when it rained and all these things. It brings such beautiful memories in my life. And this is where everything, literally where my dreams started off, right? And I have H-Town, which is, of course, in my adult world and deciding to leave Zimbabwe. I, I learned a lot. I had people rooting for me, people helping me. As you know, you're raised by a village. And literally, my village was back and forth between Harare and Chitungwiza, right? Mm-hmm. So, so this is literally my journey that I began to share with the world. And my, my, my tagline is actually nakai to the world you know and i say nakai to the world because i say to myself you could be from serbia like i have clients from serbia from europe and they resonate with this because for them they replace chi town and they see themselves in their small little town of uh, belgrade you know which is something that i was told by a client of mine and i thought to myself wow and she said to me maggie your story is Chi Town. My story is uh, Belgrade. And believe you me, we're actually in the same bubble. And wow. it gave me chills, Joss. And I thought to myself, wow, okay, Magda, you're onto something here. And then after I did that, 
of course, my key thing, which is skin. This is something that I have always been intrigued by. Um, but again, people know me very well of wearing uh, a, a bomb lipstick, <laughs> as, as I'm told by my friends and my peers. Uh, Maggie, Magda, you're always wearing a bomb lipstick. So this is why I decided to create a lipstick collection and then, of course, feather it down to create the Nakai skincare. Wow. What a journey. I heard that Nakai skincare is FDA approved. Yes, it is. So, so what's I, the process of getting to the point where your product is FDA approved? Wow. So so let me tell you this. So I work with a manufacturer, of course, which is in Canada. And the work that I get to do or that I got to do and that I'm still doing is deciding what ingredients I want to put in my products. Right. And of course, you have a team uh, or I should say I have a team that then uh, sits in a lab and decides that, OK, these go together. This doesn't go together. And and voila, we come up with the cleanser. We come up with the moisturizer. We come up with everything else. So when it comes to FDA, I mean, uh, FDA is the food drug um uh, association, right? So, or rather administration. So basically with, with the FDA, they're looking at ingredients that are obviously uh, healthy and sustainable for the body and for the human being, just the same as they're the ones responsible for the food as well, right? Like certain foods in, in regards to what are the level of, um, of nutrition that is found in this. So really and truly, uh, that's really where it got up to because in my case, when I worked with a the manufacturer, uh, they had already said to me, uh, Maggie, uh, these products and with how we're helping you this, this will automatically be on the level of the FDA. And I thought, really? Because all the ingredients that I chose from the companies that I chose them from, they were already certified. So it made the whole journey a whole lot easier for me to then pick ingredients from companies that already had been tested, had been certified. But even in the process, Joss, it took me six months <laughs> to continuously try the product on and off the journey had started a year before and then i i then seriously uh six months consecutive uh, consecutively was trying out the product on different people but the funny thing is if i can tell you a story when i was making people try the product mostly my close friends and family and some of my clients that have uh built loyalty and trust in me i say to them wow, there's a new product on the market. I'm going to try to use it in your facial today. Tell me what you think about it, you know? And, and this is how I was using the product every day. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, Mickey, where's this from? I love the feel of this. The smell is intriguing. It reminds me of something. It brings something. What is this? And I thought to myself, okay, Maggie, you're onto something. So, so a whole six months Constantly, I was doing this. My friends, my close family members, uh, people that you know that I was referred to from other people, were trying the product, and all I was getting was a whole lot of feedback. But at that time, honestly, Joss, I think fear was drawing me back. Yeah, you know, that fear of, you know what I mean. I was thinking, okay, um, 
I recorded about 43 people that I actually may try the product. I thought, okay, it's only 43 people. And here I am, I'm saying Nakai to the world. <laughs> there is uh, over a billion people in the world. So how is this going to work? You know, so I, it made me draw back. I literally shelved it. Like I, I put it on a shelf and I thought, okay, Maggie, you're not ready for this. Because I thought to myself, okay, 43 people is not a big number, Joss. Yes? Yeah. But it is a big number. You, you would think that. But then when you think about the world and the liability that comes with it, right? Yeah. You, you become, fear draws in, right? Which is unfortunate. Fear draws in. And, uh, and I, I shelved it. And then again, um, my, 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 my daughter was sitting there and, um, and she literally <laughs> said to me, I mean, I always say my, my second daughter has this old soul in her, you know, the things that she says, I guess it's also with the universe. Cause I'm a big believer in that. And she just, she looked at me and she said, mama, you know, you're such a beautiful person. And I was like, thanks, Raya. Nakai and she's like and you're so good at what you do people are always happy when you give them a facial or when you touch them they always seem to smile and they're always so happy and in that moment Joss I think you're actually the first person that I've shared this part of what, <laughs> what intrigued me yeah. to doing this when she said that in that moment I thought to myself okay my own child actually notices this she sees how people are intrigued with what i do and how happy i make them feel with my passion i unshelved it <laughs> i took back my journal i called my manufacturer and i said okay we're doing this and all this started during covid okay. like the seriousness of it joss Begin actually began in April of this year. Wow. And you managed to get a product out amidst all of this. I managed, I mean, I went through a lot and I thought to myself, okay, I, I kept saying to myself every single day, I have, like, if you were to see my desk, I have um, post its but the biggest one that uh, one of my really close friends, she sent me this article that the topic was, what if, mm. you know? And, and she said to me, okay, Maggie, what if? And she said to me, finish off in your own way. What if you begin today and it works out? And what if you begin today and it doesn't work out? But what if you don't and yet there's more to what you're doing, which is bigger than you, that is going to help other people? Yeah. And in that moment, I thought, okay, you know, they always say greatness is created in chaos, right? And where there's so much pressure. And I think COVID has taught me that, you know, that... Um, and it sounds like a cliche, you know, to say, oh, you know, I've learned so much from COVID and blah, 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 blah. I'm sure we've, we've heard this so many times. However, uh, 
COVID has really challenged me. That's the honest truth. It challenged me first to realize that um, nothing is certain. One, two, um, when you wake up every day, you actually do not know what's coming, you know? So every single moment that you have every single day, you got to make the best out of it. Yeah, that's a a very good lesson, especially during this time. Um, So when when it comes to revenue, uh, how are you coping, especially because the market that you're in is very competitive? Um, How have you established yourself and your competitive advantage in this very saturated market? Absolutely. You know, um, one of my, in the, in the midst of my fear kicking in, one of my mentors say to me, Maggie, think of it this way. When you have walked into the stores, how many types of bread have you seen? I said a lot. And, and she said to me, how many different cars are there out there? I said, a lot lot. and she said exactly there is something for everybody the only thing is you gotta be true to yourself be unique in your own way and the crowd that's for you will follow and that's exactly what's been going on wow that's very that's very good because a lot of the time i think one of the things that was making you fearful is you have all these Jenner cosmetics, you have all of these so big, big brands out there and you're thinking to yourself, oh, I'm a small fish in the pond. But once you get over that fear, um, yeah, you start to realize that there's always one customer for you or more. And people are selling their businesses even when there's so many businesses who are doing the same thing. But in a yes. way. So I think finding your unique selling proposition really helps. Um, yes, finding your niche, as, yes, as people finding, say. You know, you've got to find your niche. Yes, indeed. That's really good. So what, what, what are your plans for the future? What can we do? Wow. So um, I will put this out in the universe as I say this on a daily basis. <laughs> um, my dream, obviously, is... Um, to be in spas in Zimbabwe, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I want my skincare line because what I did also, uh, Josh, I also created a professional skincare line. Professional meaning that I have uh, professional sizes that are used by estheticians or skin specialists on their clients. So mm-hmm. I have created that as well. I actually right now have an offer in a spa here in Toronto that wants to carry my skincare line together with the professional skincare line. So it's, it's going towards the right direction. You know, I say to myself every single day, Maggie, you started in April, step by step. Um, you don't get to look at the staircase where it's ending. You get to look at every single one that you're stepping on and making sure that you're stepping on it carefully as you please. So this is what's in my near future, okay? The product is out there for people. They're able to purchase it online. Um, and of course, um, here in Toronto, it's much easier. COVID has unfortunately kind of slowed me down a bit in order for me to introduce it in Africa at the rate that I want to do it, Anne, uh, because the post office here unfortunately closed down 
the whole Southern Africa, uh, some countries in the West as well. I'm not able to ship anything at the moment due to COVID. But as soon as the, the, the shipping is open from the post, uh, believe you me, you will be getting Nakai in Zimbabwe, <laughs> yes. no doubt. So that's where my future is to be in um in spas first of all and of course here we have what we call sephora sephora is one of those um um it's it's yeah. almost like a it's but a you know a more competitive um level of cosmetics and skincare lines that are in there that is my dream yeah. joss and, and, and i know I I'll... sephora has a lot of um exclusive exclusive rights to different brands right because I yes, think uh, yes. when it comes to Fenty, a lot of Fenty beauty products are only found in Sephora and a few other select stores. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, and, and I'm very selective about that because it, it keeps the brand intact, you yeah. know, when you're specific about where you want to be. And Sephora is definitely on my radar. And I know one day I will be in Sephora. I've put that out in the universe. I am working on it. Um, uh, the future is looking bright for me, heading towards Sephora, whether it's going to take me six months, six years, whatever the case may be, I know eventually I will be in that store. So those are my, you know, my, my dreams and my goals that I am, um, tirelessly working on every single day. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. Uh, so thank you so much for your time. Uh, is there anything else that you would like to tell us? before we, we close? Oh man, all I, all I want to say is um, just start, yeah. you know, it, it, it sounds like a cliche and people hear it all the times, but just begin because the moment you start, you will not realize just how much creativity you have inside of you, but you will never know until you start. Yeah. And my mentor shared with me that when the tap is flowing, don't close it. Let it be. All the aspirations, all the information, all the dreams, let it out. Put it on paper. Share it with people that are close to you because they'll be your biggest ladder holders. They'll be the people that will push you on to achieve the greatness that has always been in you anyway. Wow. Thank you so much, Magda, for your time. I really enjoyed this. Thank you, Jocelyn. I appreciate this. This was fun. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for joining us. And we look forward to hearing your feedback from this story. You have always been giving us such good feedback. So, yeah, looking forward to it. And see you next time. Bye.